Welcome to the Savvy Working Mom podcast. This is the place where we share strategies to help you create a life you love. I'm your host, Whitney, a real-life working mom at a Fortune 500, professional speaker, and coach. I'm going to help you get real-life relief with simple systems so you can find more time and have less stress. With intentional and daily action, you can live your best days now and forever. You've probably heard that clarity and self-care are two of the keys for building an awesome life. But in today's busy world, who has the time to figure out exactly what that means for herself? You can learn on your own, but you're learning in a vacuum. And with how much you have going on, it becomes really easy to put your own personal growth on the back burner, which is where I come in. When you work with me, you'll get support from someone who really understands the challenges of being a working mom. I want to give you a special invite to request a free strategy call with me by visiting thesavvyworkingmom.com forward slash free call. Again, that URL is thesavvyworkingmom.com forward slash free call. I look forward to talking to you soon. Nancy DiMaria is a best-selling author and speaker who believes passionately in human potential. She received her master's in public health and maternal and child health from the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, and she is mama to a three-year-old girl. As far as best-selling author goes, she has also recently released a new book, um, so Nancy, you're here with us. Can you tell me a little bit about what it's been like writing a book, getting a book published, all while managing to be mama to your daughter? Sure. So it has been, you know, it's funny because I spent way more time thinking about the book than I did actually writing it. And I feel like a lot of there's a lot of other authors out there and writers out there who would agree it's it's the sitting down to write that can sometimes be the challenging part. So I thought about it and thought about it and thought about it and would procrastinate on it and would do other things. But once I really, really made the decision to write it, I wrote and published it and launched it in about a month, actually. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, but that was that was after that was after writing it and rewriting it and looking the outline and writing the outline again and and scrapping it and and doing that for uh a long time <laughs> before that. <laughs> that makes sense. So that must take up a ton of mental space, right? A ton of mental space and energy trying to craft this masterpiece that you want to put out in the world. How do you manage dealing with all the space that it takes up in your head with all the space that, you know, raising a baby girl takes up. Yeah. Well, you know what? And that, that's such a great point. That is, that was a big part of, of why I finally, like, I just made the decision. I am going to write it and it's going to be amazing. It's going to be great. It's going to be the best I can do. And then I also, at some point I am going to decide to stop writing and publish it, you know, and actually because of the mental energy, that was, that was a major reason for that because my thinking about it, it is taking me away from being present with my little girl actually. And that's, and that's something that I write about in the book. And I I know that's something that your, your listeners think about as well, a lot, I'm sure how to be present and how to, how to do that to the best of our ability. It is something that we all have to think about. And it's really interesting because what I'm hearing you say is you're like, here's this big thing that I want to accomplish in my life for me as a woman, as an individual. And I'm just going to double down and get it done. I'm going to get it done as quickly as possible so that I can 
you know, switch seasons or switch focus and get back to being, you know, more present with my daughter. Is that, is that kind of how your thought process went? Yeah, yeah. Make it the best you can be. And that's, that's also the beauty of, so I, I independently published both of my books and that's the, that's part of the beauty of self-publishing too, is that you can create this really high quality creation and do it on your own terms, which I think is, as I really value that. I really like to have a lot of say in what I'm creating and, you know, control over the whole process. And I really enjoyed that part of it. Can you tell me a little bit about some of the best advice? Cause that's really good advice. Can you tell me some of the best advice that you got when you became a mom? Yes. And so you and I were discussing this a little bit earlier, um, how challenging this, this particular advice can be sometimes. So the best advice that I got was to be unapologetic when there are toxic friends and family members that are in your life and walking away from those situations. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not a therapist. I'm not, I'm not an expert in that, in, in that by any means, I'm not a life coach. I'm not any sort of guru or anything on that. But what I can tell you is that to have stand in your own power, as people say, and to not justify, explain, or defend yourself with your decisions and not accept unsolicited advice on, on your decisions. That was really, really game changing for me. And I, before I had my little girl, I was already making some major changes in my life, but you know, as you know, like when you have kids, it's, it can be very clarifying for certain situations and it can, it can really magnify what needs to change in your life. Yeah, completely. And it really, I think it makes us stronger, right? It really helps us to prove to ourselves that there's this whole nother level of who we can be that we didn't know we could be. I feel like, and I don't know if it's just how we're socialized as women, um, or maybe it's just me, but I feel like oftentimes when you know you need something, like to release someone from your life, you often feel the need to explain why. But it sounds like you're saying, don't bother doing that, right? You know, and that's enough. Is that kind of the idea? Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, because you've already explained it before. You've already tried before. You tried this. You tried that. You do this. You, but at some point, you reach you reach a point when you realize the other person isn't hearing you. And really, I mean, whether they are or whether they aren't, you still just don't owe anyone anything. You only owe it to yourself, right, and your family. Yeah. Um, so that's great advice to go, to let go of the toxic family members and friends in your life unapologetically that you were given. Can you tell me about some of the best advice that you yourself have given? And I, I mean, I know that there's a lot in your book, so if you want to pull anything out of that, um, but share with us some advice that you've shared with others that you know has been helpful to them. So in my career, I've always been working with, with women, with children, with families. Um, and I've, I've, just, I've been passionate about this subject, about what makes a happy and healthy family and how do you do that? And for me, um, my, where I find myself kind of get, getting led astray is what I will tend to do sometimes is focus on the externals. And a specific example of that would be, I would look at the like tips and tricks and strategies. So like, 
respectful parenting and conscious parenting and positive parenting and positive timeout and um, all the different, you count the three and then you do this and you give them a chore chart. Oh, but wait a second, you don't do a chore chart because you don't want a reward, but oh, wait, maybe you do want a reward. And it's just, there's so many different pieces of advice and some of it is so legitimately helpful. I think like I mentioned respectful parenting, I think there's so much beauty and um so many great things about how certain people talk about um, respectful parenting, like Janet Lansbury, for example, and Magda Gerber and people like that. Um, however, what I have found in my own life to be true and what I've seen with countless others is that all of that is only as effective as the level of your own self-development. Hmm. So that's the upper limit for how well any of that will work. And I feel like it's sort of, and this is what, what all what my book is about. And by the way, for your listeners, my book is short, it is to the point, it's very powerful. But I, I said what I wanted to say in a in a fun, engaging, really informative way. Um, but it's something it's something that you could definitely like, get through in one nap time you know, like you get, you, you could get through it. Um, that's sometimes all the time that we have. So that exactly, is exactly. And yeah, actually, can you, you share know. the name of the book? I'm sorry, Nancy, I didn't even ask you to do that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You could go to nancydemaria.com. You would find it. Or if you type in little secret, big change, the only strategy you need to create a healthy relationship with your child. The title is a little bit tongue in cheek because in my book, I'll kind of give away, give away part of, you know, the quote unquote secret, but like there is, I say there's only one strategy. The only strategy is your being healthy yourself. So you can have a healthy relationship with the other person and the other person that we're talking about is your child. Now there are a million ways to do that because every child is unique. Every mom or dad is unique. Every relationship is unique. Every situation is unique, but I really believe that how much fear we're allowing into our lives is going to ha- is really going to make a huge impact on how you feel about yourself and how healthy you are yourself. So the way what you may be afraid of is maybe different than what I'm afraid of. What your next step is probably going to be different than my next step. So in my life, what I tend to do is I will look at what are, okay, like, what are the rules? What are the guidelines? If I do this, then this happens. If I do that, if then that will happen. If I do that, then that will happen. And that will, again, that will only take you so far when it comes to parenting. So you can read all you want about what a po- what is involved in doing a positive timeout and you can call up you can read about how you should call it a time in instead and you should read a, you can read about the respectful language that you're supposed to use and how you're supposed to praise effort not achievement and blah 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 you can you can read all about that you can put that in, pers- in practice but really your own self development is going to be the ceiling for any of that That is so true, right? One of the things that I like to say to the women that work with me and try and get folks to do that mindset shift is, you know, you can't pour from an empty glass, right? You are a pitcher of love and capability and you want to pour that all out into the world. But if you run yourself ragged and if you don't treat yourself right, 
right? You end up pouring from an empty glass and it's very difficult to serve others and serve yourself in that, in that type of state of being. Um, it sounds like this is a very parallel message, which I love to hear. Do you have a specific tip or one thing that you want to share around how you, um, how you approach self-development or how a mama can work to better herself so that she can be a better parent? Yes. You know, do the typical self-care things for sure. Like, you know, eat well and exer exercise and address underlying health concerns. And sure, go get a pedicure, go get a manicure, go get a massage, you know, all that. Do all that stuff. That's fine. That's great. But also do the thing that you're afraid of doing. When it comes to fear and doing something you're afraid of, are you saying do public speaking because you're afraid to public speak? Are you saying um, stand up to someone because you've never done it before and you're scared of standing up to them? Kind of how do you recognize what is what the thing is that you're afraid to do? Yeah, I mean, I my my hunch is that when I said that just now, there's something in there's something in your listeners like in your you just kind of feel it like you just kind of know mm -hmm. what it is when you're really honest with yourself. And for some people, it's finally going to the dentist, like they've just been putting it off and putting it off. And it's not, that's not, you know, that's not something that's going to like change the world. You know, it's just going to the dentist, but like, that's the next, that's the next right thing. For some people, it may be public speaking. It may be doing a workshop. It may be, but my hunch is you already know mm -hmm. if you're, if you're honest with yourself, you, you know what it is and you know if it's a small thing or a big thing and you can extend yourself grace and do a smaller thing first that in your mind feels like a smaller thing and then move on to the bigger thing. You know, why not, why not do it in whatever order, however you want to do it. Um, you can, and your small thing might be my big thing and vice versa, you know, so it's so, it's so, so, so individual, but the bottom line is you can do, you can take as many bar classes, you can, you can get massages, you can have time to yourself, you can do, you can do all that all you want, but if there's something that you're avoiding that you're afraid of, uh, it's, that's still going to be there. And so when you do it, when you, when you face a face of fears, face of fears, face of fears, and you just, it never ends, you know, you just, you keep going, you keep going, you keep going. When you do that, how you feel about yourself changes. And so, and then when, how, when, how you feel about yourself changes, you become a better version of the parent that you're supposed to be. Hey again, it's Whitney. I hope that you're enjoying the show. If you're a busy mama who wants more time for herself and her passions, get started today by getting my free video short course, More Time and Less Guilt by Monday, at thesavvyworkingmom.com forward slash more time. If you're new here or haven't yet done this, it is definitely the first step to getting started and applying these principles to your life. Head on over to thesavvyworkingmom.com forward slash more time and grab your free gift today. It's just sometimes I think it is hard for us to be honest with ourselves to really face that thing. It feels a lot easier to push our emotions down inside, to bottle them up, sweep them under the rug, whatever analogy you want to use. But getting to that place where we're truly honest and open and vulnerable with our own selves can be hard. 
And that's, you know, going back to our first part about who's in your life, sometimes, like, if you don't, if you don't have somebody in your life who really wants the best for you and is encouraging you without judging you and offering you feedback when you're asking for it, you know, that's, that's a problem. So, and I know that, I mean, I know this is something that a lot of people face Mm -hmm. and I know, I know how, how challenging it could be because I, you know, I faced that myself. It's really nice as you're, as you're making those changes in your life and as you're moving towards those fears, it's so much better to have people in your life who are supportive of you doing that. I mean, it's still up to you to make the decision and actually put the effort in and put the action in, but it's, it's nice. That's great. Yeah. And like you said, people struggle with that. Do you have any recommendations on how people who don't have a truly supportive person in their life can find someone or a community to help support them in that way? Like one of the things that I've found in working with folks is if you don't have that in your life today, someone who's truly honest um, and is there to cheerlead you, that you can find it online, that you can find it through Facebook groups or other kind of private groups, not public groups, but through private groups or searching for different communities online who might be there to help provide you with not the same day-to-day or personal touch, but at least who can cheerlead you. Have you found anything like that? And I guess the other thing that I found working with folks is um, to sometimes you have to ask for it that you have, you Mm -hmm. may have friends who want to do this for you, right? To be there and support you and be so honest with you and to hold you up and to be your true cheerleader, but maybe they don't know how. And and sometimes you literally have to ask them. It goes both ways, doesn't Mm -hmm. it? Doesn't it? And another thing that, that I've become, um, that I have become really, really, really good with is having, is having my circle be small. Mm. I'm also, I'm, I'm really, really, good with that you know I have you know there's lots of people that I know um but the the people who I really really you know trust 100 percent you know it's it's a it's a it's a smaller circle and I'm I'm good with that you're an author you're a mama you have an MPH like you've got a lot going on and I love to hear from other mamas um what doing it all means to them because I have a certain yeah my listeners know what my idea is but I really do like to hear and understand, you know, does, what does doing it all mean to you, if anything? Yeah, well, like I told you, Whitney, I like, I really, I don't even, um, like, I just, I just reject the whole question. Yes, no, I love it. I love it. It's so silly. It's so I just, silly. <laughs> well, I mean, it just, I, I'm just tired of it, really, like, oh, like doing it all and having it all and, and do you have it all and or what if you don't, and what does that mean, and it's just like, I don't know, I just, uh, who cares, like, I, the much more interesting question, I think, is, are you doing what you love Mm -hmm. with who you love, and are you, are you loving what you do, and is there joy in your life, and slowly but surely, or maybe not slowly, I don't know, maybe, maybe your listeners can do it more quickly, quickly than I can, which is great. Like just getting, you know, more and more to just, to, to having, having what your life is filled with be things that give you joy. Uh, or, you know, like Marie Kondo says, like sparking joy. 
Um, so you fill your house with things that spark joy. Why not just fill your whole life with things that, that spark joy? And I don't think that that is too lofty of a goal or unreasonable or anything like that because it all it all starts with us and our mindset and our response to what is happening around us. So that I think that is the more interesting question and what I am getting closer and closer to every day. I love that. And it is not, it's not too lofty to fill your life with things that cause you joy. Um, And I really agree. This is such a much more interesting question. We should start a movement, Nancy. We can start a movement that is the, (laughs) the, the, talking about doing it all and start talking about doing what you love. Yeah. What it's about, right? Exactly. All right. I have two questions that we ask everyone on the podcast that I want to ask you now, which is the first is what's your morning routine like? My morning routine is, well, it's not really routine. I, I do different things depending on, depending on different days. One thing that I really love to do though, um, is have you heard of Julia Cameron's The Artist's Way? No, I haven't. Have you heard of that book? Mm-hmm. Um, it's an amazing book. It's kind of it's kind of part it's part book. It's part workbook, I guess you could say. But something she recommends to do in there is something called the morning pages, and it's right when you wake up. It's three pages of just freehand journaling, just getting all basically like getting all the crap that's in your brain just out onto the page and sort of she kind of describes it as clearing the way to do the work that you're really meant to do just to get all that, just to get all that like junk in your brain out (laughs) of Mm -hmm. the way that can, that can accumulate there sometimes. So I love, I love everything about her book and I love doing the morning pages. And that's something that you'll hear like artists and writers and musicians and people that are in the arts talk about that book. Um, but really, when I think of art, I think of it more in the in the Stephen Pressfield, the war of art sense, where art is what we're meant to do and create and be in the world. Um, so that's anything from starting a business to starting a bakery to writing a song to, you know, I don't I don't think of art as in in kind of like the traditional sense of the word art. I love it. So the consistent thing in your morning is your morning pages, but then you have a lot of flexibility um, depending on, on what's going on. Yeah. The other question that we ask all the guests on the podcast are, is what's the one thing that you want other working moms to know? What I wrote about in my book, what I feel so, so strongly about is, again, there's, there's a lot of externals. There's a lot of different advice. There's different strategies, tips and tricks, whatever. All of that is, is great. A lot of it truly, truly is helpful. Um, but how you feel about yourself impacts how you parent more than anything else. And it's deeper than self-care. Like we talked about, how you feel about yourself is directly impacted by how much fear you're allowing into your life. So as I'm saying that, if there's I'm guessing that there's something that comes to your mind that you know that you've been avoiding or you know that you've been wanting to do or meaning to do. And for example, for me, I knew that when I published this book, I knew, well, I can't, you know, now I really can't be a hypocrite about it. I have to because I wrote this book, so I better be practicing what I'm preaching here. And I knew there were two things that I really have been on the back of my mind. And number one is, 
start a blog. So would love for your visitors to, to visit my blog. It's at my website, just my, my first and last name, nancydemaria.com. And the number two, sing in front of people. I've sang in groups. I've sang in choirs. I've never sang on my own. Yeah, I'm practicing with a guitarist. We're going to do some shows, and and he sings too, and he is just, he is the greatest. He is such a doll, and we're, and we're going to do some shows together. And I just, it's just like I know that I have to. And it's, is, it, is it directly related to parenting? No, of course not. But is it directly related to parenting? Yes, it is. It is because any, all of that, all of that is, it, it actually is related. I love that advice. And it sounds like it's also setting a great example for your kids, right? To tackle these things that you're afraid of, um, yep. to show them, right? How, how you probably want them to grow up and live their life, right? Not in fear, but instead in, in joy and, and doing the things that, you know, that motivate and exhilarate them. Yep. And yeah, it's a way of leading by example, for sure. That's wonderful. So I just want to let people know where they can find you. We'll put in the show notes, um, your, the link for your book in, on Amazon. And then it sounds like your blog. So we'll put the link for your blog there as well. Is there any other way that people can reach out and find you? Well, I am not big on social media at all, but I, like I said, I'd, I'd love for people to find me online at my website and just straight up email me what your, what are your thoughts on this podcast? When you read the book, what do you think about the book? Do you agree with it? Do you disagree with it? I, when I wrote it, I enlisted, I solicited the feedback of a lot of beta readers because I really, really, truly want to know what do you think about it? Do you agree with it? Does, do you find it helpful? Um, you know, all of that. So my email address is just my first name, Nancy, at nancydemaria.com. If you want to connect with me, just email me. That's all we've got for this episode of the Savvy Working Mom podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen also make sure to link up with us at thesavvyworkingmom.com forward slash blog and on Instagram at thesavvyworkingmom. And please just share, share, share this podcast with any other mama who you think might enjoy it. Until next time, remember, with intentional and daily action, you can live your best days now and forever.